Too Many Comics, episode 215. You might could say we're on a streak now. Sure. Well, if you ever seen the movie Major League, they want to start to win a few games. Three is when you can call it a, win, a winning streak. And that's what we're but, at. But have we really been at a winning streak? Really? I'm, I calling, hate to be our, I'm calling it as such. I hate to be our almost critic here, but come on. All right. Well, so never sell it. We got lots to actually talk about this week, so let's uh, just dive right in. Okay. So FX is why the Last Man series finds its New York Brown. You might remember that the person they had cast to play it uh, left. They they let go of a showrunner at one point. However, they claim it's still being kicked around. Um, ben Schnetzer will be playing the role. Have you ever heard of this person? No. Um, which on one hand I'm like, okay, I know it's going to step into these uh, shoes here. Mm-hmm. But what is the what is the problem? It, it, it's not as if the material is not great. Yep. So why why are, why are we struggling with this? I don't know. And FX is known to put out some very good shows recently. So you think they could make it happen? Yeah, true. Okay, There's been a lot I mean, of good people involved with it. Um, Schnetzer, I think all the rest of the people that we had talked about on the show are still on board. Um, even there's no this, way it's uh, going to be in 2020. Know about the last man, series was expected to premiere. Whatever. We, yeah, got some we, got, we don't know much. Yeah, just, let's just uh, sit on our asses and wait for it. Okay. So uh, let me just say about the New Mutants movie. I don't know where you're on this. I feel as in a, like a real, like a real anticipation for this movie. So they, they actually released today that is officially PG-13. That was the rumor. But I'm feeling real good about it. I really am. This movie has been shelled for so long. You know they talked about like Hulu, you know, stuff and whatever it is. Um, the actors who made this are now in their twenties. They were not in their twenties when they made it. I mean, I'm I'm feeling so strong about it. And even though there were there were um, stories about how certain characters have been whitewashed, and I mean by by virtue of they're not <sighs> like, for example, this character called Sunspot who is South American and in the books he's presented as, uh, you know, like he's, he's a darker skin tone. The actor who's playing him is also Latin American, but not dark enough. According to that, 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 that's again, that's not my critique. That's what I've read. And I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. This again. I know. And the, but the thing is, it looks so good. I hope it's as good as, as, as the, the clips that have been strung together to make a killer trailer at 10 minutes would have you believe, but I'm down. I'm so down. I'm so, so down So April 3rd, 2020 is the release date still. Yeah. It appears for now. Uh, so that's the next comic book movie. Uh, we have not seen basically the last couple of comic book movies in theaters. I assume you will actually make it out to this one right away. I, I definitely will. I okay. can walk to the theater. What's going to play. I'm prepared to go alone. I'm prepared to, you know, be disappointed or pleased all by myself. Okay. I can respect this. I would okay. like to get out and see it as well. So, uh, maybe we'll actually have a movie review at some point. Yes. So last week we talked a bit about, uh, Marvel looking for an Allison Brie type to play Jennifer Walters, she Hulk in the, uh, MCU Disney plus show. Um, so Allison Brie was actually on James Corden late, late show. This past week, and uh, it was brought up, uh, and she says that she was flattered by the rumor description. She said she found it very exciting because for years she auditioned for the Anne Hathaway type or the Zoe Deschanel type. Uh, so this would be a type for somebody else. 
But then she denied actually pursuing the role, but said that she finds the possibility of playing the character, quote, interesting. And a lot of people have pointed out that these are the same, uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, these are the same types of responses that uh, I think it was the Jeremy Renner said when he got tapped to play Hawkeye. Yeah. Like, oh, that would be interesting. But yeah, you know, don't know. Uh, so now that all the nerds are like, oh, maybe she actually is uh, being tapped to play this. So uh, time will tell. But it was cool to see that it brought up just that week as she was on the TV show. I like it. Uh, elsewhere in the She-Hawk world, Mark Ruffalo has had preliminary talks about peering in She-Hawk. I mean, that's a must, right? I mean, sure, yes. I mean, to to bridge some of these shows, especially the ones that have like direct connection into what they're talking about, these actors have to show up, even if it's just for an appearance. Like, I think if you're going to introduce a lot of people to the character of She-Hulk, Ruffalo's got to be there for at least a little bit. If you're going to introduce people to Miss Marvel, perhaps um, Brie Larson shows up for a hot second. Jeremy Renner's obviously going to be in the Hawkeye show. Like, there's got to be some sort of, even if it's, again, just like an episode, to sort of bridge the gap. I mean, yes, and I think that um, one thing that, like, at this point to me, only The Mandalorian has proven is they're making quality shows, so, because nothing else has really surfaced that way. Mm -hmm. Come on, guys, get in here. It's Disney. It's Disney Plus. I'm ready for some full trailers. Me too. God damn. I I need something. Yeah. I really do. All right, well, we had a a big week of debut reviews this week, so it's going to take us quite a bit to get through these three books, I imagine. All right, let's do it. Uh, Forceworks, number one of three. This is from Matthew Rosenberg. Uh, is about the an art by Juan Ramirez and cover by Carlos E. Gomez. Um, so I didn't realize until once I started it, I had the assumption. And then once I finished seeing the reading checklist, had no clue that this tied into like the Iron Man 2020 stuff. Yeah, me too. And I don't even know. So what what happened to Tony Stark in this book? Uh, I'm forgetting what had happened to him. He had like a, like a long last brother who took over some technology with somebody else. And then, yeah, this, see, this is what I was talking about whenever, cause you didn't read Iron Man 2020, right? No. Yeah. See, this is what I was talking about. It was all very confusing. It was all very just like, we got to get the robots in check. They're taking over the world. Uh, and then this book itself is what, like a covert ops team type deal of Quake and Mockingbird and Ro- uh, War Machine. Uh, how else am I forgetting? U.S. agent. Um, so there's lots of fighting. That you know, a lot of stuff that I like about Rosenberg is the dialogue that he's able to do, and I feel like there was less of sure. that here. Yeah, yeah. And it was you know all wrapped in a story, an overarching story that I don't really care for. So yeah, uh, if you're reading that stuff, I'm sure this was great and cool and continues the story. It it amazes me that they have like this checklist of 20 books to read this. It's, I, I thought they only did this for like big summer blockbuster comics. No, they're doing this for a lot of books now. Um, every X book, and I read a lot of them. At the end of, the, of one of the lines, you get like, "Here's the reading order for these," and it's like, "Damn, dude, I can't read. I can't read all of these." And fortunately, there are websites that report heavily on the developments of books along those lines. Where it's like, "Well, at least it's getting recapped elsewhere," because there's no way. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't do it. And, I, and okay, so to to your point, I got the gist of it. They gave you sort of an intro of the whole Robux mm-hmm. going rogue type stuff, and then Rhodey gets involved, and the, a mission doesn't go quite right, and Maria Hill shows up, and uh, you, but you're not quite out, and we're going to do this other thing, and it's like, 
I was doing a lot of swiping. Like I just, yeah, it, this is not a book that I would consider. It, it, nope, 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 nope. I think we picked it up on the sole purpose of Matthew Rosenberg and giving him the yeah. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I think if we yeah. had, if I had read into it more and connected the dots between Iron Man 2020, I probably would have realized that it wasn't for me. Um, so that being said, I don't want to hate on it too bad. Um, you know, I'm sure it fits great into the story. There was lots of fighting. Rosenberg can write well. It's just, this isn't the style of his that I typically enjoy, but yeah, you know, it's for someone. What's the book that we read of his that ended? And we even though it was ending, it was like young people. Remember this? It was like it was mostly female characters. Something uh, Avengers, something Avengers, like like like, like do, Secret Avengers. Secret Avengers. Is that what it was? Perhaps. I of course, now so. I'm going to search it as we're trying to. I feel like that's what he was doing. I heard you Secret Warriors. That. Yeah. Okay. That that was a good book. That was good. It's a lot of good stuff. You read some of his Punisher, which I had not. Yeah, that was good too. Uh, Secret Warriors was good. Of course, he did some of that Uncanny X Men stuff. We Can Never Go Home was great. Uh, Rocket Raccoon, I remember reading some of that. Four Kids Walking to a Bank is obviously great. Hawkeye and the Winter Soldier Tales of Suspense was great. Uh, we weren't really into, we didn't, or at least we didn't keep up with Multiple Man, if I remember correctly. No. Uh, I'd like to go back and, and try that again. Uh, yeah. Hawkeye Freefall has been, been very good thus far. Yeah, the Mar- I think remember so the too. Marvel Knights book? Yeah, it was really yeah, good. That was awesome. That, that was split up by multiple. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, he did some Black Canary, Quake. Man, he like really took off after uh, yeah. We Can Never Go. Yeah, he did. Anyway, but, but I saw that there was a bit of a hit or miss quality when yes. you do that. Uh, second up is Falcon and Winter Soldier number one. I think we took this book on. This is number one of I think just a five issue miniseries. We took this, yeah. this is from writer Derek Landry, artist Federico Vincentini. Uh, took this on as a, you know, the TV show's coming out at some point soon. Yeah. Um, so see what they kind of had going on with these two characters. So they are, uh, on two separate ends of trying to stop Hydra reforming. So you got, um, Falcon is kind of trying to do things on the up and up. Bucky's just, you know, no holds barred. Yeah. Um, busting heads, doesn't care about arresting people, just wants to take people out. Um, so I think it's a, in terms of these two characters, it's probably just like a classic, you know, one's a bad, one's a bad boy. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic storyline. Um, I'm not sure that I expected much more than that. I mean, I think the art was cool, um, for as simple of a story as it is. I mean, it, you know, it seems well done. I don't know that I'll, I'll continue. It seems like one of those things that I would definitely just, if it's five issues, I imagine at some point, like eight months down the round the road, it hits like Comicsology Unlimited. Well, but they got this character, the young guy, who is inexplicably able to kick their asses. Yes. And why? So that's that, that's that, that's a thread where I was like, okay, I liked it better, I liked it better than Force Works of mm-hmm. R three. Yes. If I could just put that out there, so there's that. Yes, and that's how we got. For what that about book? the fire? Okay, okay, I was like, okay, keep going. All right, uh, third up was out of DC Comics. This is. Leviathan Dawn from Brian Michael Bendis. This continues the story of event. It was event Leviathan, right? It was the miniseries. Yes. It was the miniseries. Yeah. Uh, sort of just picks up pretty much where that book left off. Um, we got Mark Shaw's his name. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everyone has found out who Leviathan is and it's been infiltrated and it's no longer under Talia Ghul rule. Um, some people are locked up everywhere. People are trying to, put the pieces together. Superman's revealing who he is. 
Uh, lots happening. People trying to figure out how to get to him and, I mean, stop basically what he's trying to do. At, at Throughout parts of this book, I got like a like an X-Men type vibe. It was like a we're off over here trying to create this new world and the other people understand that like we can create this better place. Did you feel that at all? Yeah, a little bit. I got that. Yeah. Uh, but I also, it, but, but, but I just feel like to me, I mentioned this last week with Deceased, like the story is done, I thought. Yeah. And I, and I feel like in the case of uh, this story that, it's not going to really, I feel like it's isolated, like you said before, like to the point where it's not going to be spilling over into long-term, well-felt well lines in DC because I feel like it's like a, like a pocket story. Does that, does that make any sense? Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. Like the ramifications won't be felt no. everywhere else. Even though it is Bendis doing it, it yeah, you don't get that feel. And... I mean, I agree. I mean, I I thought that miniseries was such a cool, and when I read it, I read it as a this is a one off story, mm-hmm. uh, much like deceased. Like those were two great books that were happening at the time, yep. and then these follow ups. I'm just like this is not something that I cared to see continue. It was kind of cool where it left off. So yep, yep. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not sure I'll continue on with this. I mean, I'll probably read some reviews as it keeps coming out to see what's happening. If there's some big reveal or some big type of thing. Um, again, if it's ever on like an unlimited scenario or, you know, super on sale, I could see myself perusing through it just because I did like the first so well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a shame. How would you rank the three that we read? All right. So I would say in terms of quality and intrigue and where am I on this? I would, I would say Leviathan Dawn number one, just because it, it, it was well piece together mm-hmm. and I thought that the original Leviathan run was really cool and the twists and turns and the art and the art and they're keeping the art consistent as well um then I would go Falcon Winter Soldier and then I would go Force Works 2020 I would agree okay all right so let's take a break from three books and just read one this week uh, that being Strange Adventures number one of 12 this is after winning five Eisner Awards and topping year-end best of lists the comic book of 2019 was Mr. Miracle. The comic book of 2020 will be Strange Adventures. The Mr. Miracle team of writer Tom King and artist Mitch, Mitch Gerards? I never know how to say it. I don't say Gerards. Gerards. That, that, that's, that, that, that's me. Are joined by fan favorite artist Evan Doc Shaner to bring you an epic tale of, in the tradition of Watchmen, The Dark Knight Returns, and DC The New Frontier, a story of blood, war, and love that readers will be talking about for years to come. Adam Strange is the hero of Ran, a famous... A man famous throughout the galaxy for his bravery and honor. After leading his adopted home to victory in a great planetary war, Adam and his wife Alana retire to Earth where they are greeted by cheers, awards, and parades. But not all is as happy and nice as it seems as the decisions Adam made during battles on Ron, Ran, come back <laughs> to haunt his family and threaten the entire DC universe. And now a surprise DC hero will have to choose between saving Adam Strange and saving the world. A story like no other, Strange Adventures is an ambitious, thrilling, shocking, and beautiful 12-issue saga that will push Adam Strange to the breaking point and beyond. Can they hype it up a little bit more? I mean, well, I mean, come on, dude. This is a killer team doing this. Yeah, so this is... Well, people have, like, types of books. So, obviously, right now, and probably in in any time of of me reading, um, no one does these... 12 issue sagas of a random ass character like Tom King does. 
and I guess that's just built on solely on uh, Mr. Miracle and the Vision. Although Heroes in Crisis ended up being pretty cool, but that, that involved a, a lot of people. Uh, but just taking some random character that, I don't know, most people probably don't know a whole lot about, and, uh, you know, being able to go in-depth in a 12-issue book, again, doesn't last forever. Super easy to read. He's very good at just dragging you along the whole way. Yeah. But I look forward to it. Oh, no doubt. I mean, that's, I feel like, again, because the guys, and, and by the way, and they are signing here uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, which would be, the, I guess, by, by way of whenever you publish this thing, tonight? Last <laughs> night? I, I don't know. But, uh, but yes, uh, so if, if you want to get your stuff sent this way, like, God, yeah, they're so good, man. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Both of them. So jealous. Yep. Well, and you're welcome for not being <laughs> me. <laughs> Um, so outside of the, the three debut reviews, the only other thing I got to was Curse of the White Knight 7, which you have not read yet, so I don't want to spoil. Okay, uh, please don't. But, you know, continuation of the story. I think there's only one issue left. Yeah. Uh, you get some, some big revelations in this, uh, that, that Bruce is able to learn, uh, that definitely tee up the, uh, the final spot. So, uh, still an awesome book. Uh, can't wait to, uh, to read the finale. And that's all you got? Mm-hmm. Those okay, so books, I did. Those other books took it out of me. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. So I did read New Mutants and X Force number eight. And it's weird because, I mean, not that you would know this or even care, but back in the day, New Mutants became X Force. So the fact that they're both still books is like, what? What? Um, I'll start with New Mutants. One thing that, that, that this book is interesting about, and I mentioned this on a pri- previous, previous, previous show, is they tend to flip flop. At least the artists, um, and one direction is we're not space, and one is it's a different set of characters on Earth, and what they're doing and how it's presented. Um, that's I, I don't I don't love that actually. I, I would prefer to slow the pace because they are cranking these bitches out so fast. I prefer the team that's doing the other six, the, the both the team and the team on the the book, like the character team. Um how that looks and reads than when they try to squeeze in earth stories. God, what is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, nevertheless, it was, it, it was, a, it's fine where, where they're going. X-Force eight is still doing its thing. Um, it, they, they've really been sort of cranking out this, this, this storyline of Domino as a character, um, who typically is pretty slippery got really fucked over and uh, an agency that was trying to get to the bottom of her powers was hacking her up and, and trying to clone her power set to other characters. And that's what's been happening. And I could take or leave it fine, whatever. Uh, An issue that I will say was very interesting was X-Men number seven. So what's weird about this is the whole big crux of the X-Lines these days is they are living on this island, which in and of itself is a mutant, and they can resurrect easily through a convoluted method, and they have sovereignty, and they can manufacture medicine for the globe, and blotty, blotty, blotty. Um, what this issue explained is, so you're familiar with House of M? Are you? Yeah, okay. certainly. So, so there are characters from that that never got their powers back. This is when Scarlet Witch wished away mutants, and mm-hmm. a big chunk lost them. So, what this issue explained is, I guess, once a year, if not some other ceremonious time, 
mutants who are still alive who want to be reborn through this process and and, and through that process will get their abilities back, go into a ring knowing they're going to get their ass beat. Okay. So, so it's a character, um, it's the sister of a character called Cannonball, featured in New Mutants, um, who wants to do, and, and it's called The Crucible, is the event, goes toe-to-toe with Apocalypse, who could whoop the ass of most mutants. He, he whipped Thor's ass. This character, who's powerless now, is going to go in there and wants to just basically be like, I'm prepared to die because I want to get my abilities back so bad. And, and and I'm sorry to spoil this. If you ever care to read it, that's what the book is about. And I was like, hmm. damn, it's really – that's and I won't spoil the ending, but that's what it was about. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. All right. Uh, elsewhere this week, um, some news on Twitter shared by Chris Anka, who uh, most recently uh, we both loved the work. Um, on uh, the Runaways book before leaving, it was like maybe like the first twenty some issues, uh, has revealed will be involved in the the Into the Spider Verse sequel. Can finally talk about what I'm working on next. He wrote the post included a gif of the Into the Spider Verse logo and the film's 2022 release date. He provided no further details. Okay, well. so I mean, even if he's just like providing uh, some cons- cons- consultations on artwork and. Cool stuff. Uh, we're fans of this work, so I think that's uh, good news. Also, a great movie. Yes. Uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye costume rumored to appear in the Disney series. I'm, I'm okay with that, too. All right. Um, yeah, we have, we've seen the costume of Scarlet Witch a little bit in that, that teaser that they did. Um, no surprise, I think, that, that this would be happening. And then, furthermore, didn't put it in here, but Jeremy Renner shared a thing on Instagram, I believe, that um, he made note that he was in the process of getting back into shape or some, something along those lines with a picture of the Hawkeye logo. Um, so they're clearly set to be filming uh, very soon. We've I mean, also, yeah. yeah I'm, once again, I'm cool with that too. We've also got Falcon and the winter soldier set video shows the new captain America in action. Cause who is this captain? Who is it? Is it Falcon's going to be him? No. Oh, well, I'm to be honest, like some of these, like I'm watching this, now for the first time i've tried to like stay away from some of this stuff just because like yeah, i want to see I'm a trailer you. and see what's happening um i'm sorry i ruined it for you again just give me a goddamn trailer already <laughs> i mean yeah and when uh maybe that'll be like the you know we've got black widow in a in a couple months and this will be you know obviously all the avengers stuff started at the very onset with the end credits of the first Iron Man. There were no end credits from the last Avengers movie. And, you know, after this Black Widow being sort of a known character afterwards, everything is going to be sort of brand new for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, This would be a pretty pivotal end credit scene, I imagine. And I wonder if any of it will tie into, you know, whatever's going to kick off next. Like, obviously, she has strong relationships in the books and on on the screen with with Bucky. Um, and to a certain extent on, on screen cap, like that'd be a good time to tease something. Maybe they pull out a, uh, trailer then or some sort of scenario. Okay. I'm into it. Okay. Uh, Matt Kent's My Management board game launches on Kickstarter. I know you read, I know because I asked you before the show that you did follow through and read all of this book. I uh, certainly did. Is this anything that interests you? Yeah, man. I, and I, as I check this out, so the original goal 
was 33,698, which is very specifical. And they've reached 46,186. Nice. And like, but like, what do I get out of this? What, what, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, obviously I would like the game, but you got you got to pledge a lot of money for that. So you don't see yourself buying it? Mm, maybe because I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm a, I was a fan of the book, I'm a fan of the art. I, I'm a fan of that whole idea of like that was a how do you? But I feel like if I bought it, we'd, we'd never play because yeah. it's too it's <laughs> it's it's not really um, easy to uh, digest. But I, but I like the idea. Uh, this book was also optioned for a television series, so instead of uh, the book, you can just watch that someday. But that was like Ridley Scott optioned this. Where is he? I don't know. I'm sorry. I, and, I can't tell you these things. Okay, sorry, psychic. <laughs> uh, and that's all we have for this week. So listen, I'm oh, glad to have uh, talked some more bookies with you. I'm, I'm, and I'm with you too. All right. Well, uh, until next time, hit us up at too many com- too many comics dot com. Find us online uh, on Twitter and wherever else, and uh, we're always ready to chat. I've been reading too many comics.